As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Kn Olu Taiwu featured authors and speakers at the Vision, Identity, and Purpose seminars. Receive keys that will unlock the door to your discovery of purpose. This is your date with destiny. Welcome to the Vision Guided Life broadcast. I'm Olu Taiwu, and I'm here with my brother, Kate Taiwu. Thank you for tuning in. I want to encourage you at this point to call a friend and also set your DVR. You're going to want to look and watch this program over and over again. Powerful insights today. We're going to be talking about vision. Specifically, we're going to talk about accurately defining vision. Mm-hmm. In other words, what is vision? Because yes. many times, if you don't understand what a thing is, mm-hmm. you can misconstrue it for something else. That's true. So, okay, what do you have to say about this topic today? I think uh, the way I like to look at it is to go back to Genesis chapter 1. And when God saw the earth, he said it was without form and it was void. But God didn't just leave it the way he meant it. He spoke life into it and transformed it. And that's what vision does. Vision takes things that are broken, destroyed, and brings them back into wholeness. And that's what vision does. That's, I can say, the effect of what vision accomplishes. So when vision is in place, you will see restoration. Absolutely. You see redemption. In fact, the word vision itself means redemptive Revelation. revelation. Yes. So when I have a vision, I have a redemptive revelation from God to restore my world, is what you're saying. It's interesting that just like you went into Genesis, you have to go back. Because the word genetics and the word Genesis share a common root word. That's true. And that's the word gene. Yes. And what is gene? Gene is really like DNA passing on information from one generation to the other. Yes. It's interesting that the word Genesis is used to describe the book of beginnings. That was a foundation of creation. That's right. And the culmination of creation was in Genesis 1.26 when the Bible says, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion. dominion." So we see three principles arise from this very one verse. First of all, we see the principle of origin. Origin. We see the principle of identity. And we see the principle of destiny. destiny. Origin. See, it says God said. That leaves any doubt out of the picture. Absolutely. In other words, we don't have to guess who is speaking. The Bible tells us, and... God said. said. So that's the source. So once we identify the source, now let's move on to what the source has to say. God said, let us make man in our image. Mm. Let them have dominion. In other words, man is not man's idea. Man Man is is God's idea. idea. So if I want to know his vision for my life and I want to see it, I need to go back to why he made me. I need to go back to the source. And we say this quite often, that error 
increases with this distance from the source. The farther away I get from the source, who is God, yes. the more blurred my perception yes. will be. Absolutely. So to get an accurate picture, I need to come closer to the source. To the source. And that's what that's what we're saying. And uh, so we're going to be looking at this of accurately defining vision. First of all, we say vision is redemptive revelation. Yes. But it's something that I like that you wrote in a book. In fact, <laughs> you want you want to look at this book, Vision Guided Life. This is our book that is impacting lives. And our teaching today is based on the book, The Vision Guided Life. The subtitle is God's Strategy for Fulfilling Your Destiny. So we're going to be talking about some powerful aspects in the book based on what vision is. And I know there's a definition you have there from from the uh, yes. nonprofit. The Alliance for Nonprofit, nonprofit Management. Management. Yes. Very powerful. It says a vision is a guiding image of success formed in terms of a contribution to, so- to society. It is a description in words that conjures up a similar picture for each member of the group, of the destination of the group's work together. It's a pretty long definition, but I'm going to read it again, and then we can expound on it. A vision is a guiding image of success formed in terms of a contribution to society. Stop there, right there. So contribution to society, which means when a vision is in place, it's not... It's not a selfish thing. No. It's not just no. for you. No. So you're, you're reading a definition about vision, but I hear contribution, which yes. means when vision comes into place, it makes a contribution that enhances, yes. redeems, and sets free. Yes, and that's why we like to say that vision is not self-focused. It's not self-focused. Vision is others-focused. And which this definition agrees Actually, with Scripture. It, it, it agrees with Scripture. Yes. It says that it's made in terms of a contribution so to society. In other words, everyone within that group, get, they get an image, a picture of what that group wants to do in making that contribution to society. So vision is others It's others focus. focus. Yes. Interesting. Uh, there's something that happened, you remember this, uh, when we were still in Nigeria, 1987. Hmm. There was a riot in the northern part of, of the country. Yes. It was so bad that they, uh, it was an opposing religion yes. that, that burnt down over 100 church buildings, yes. as, as the reports. They're very reports, yes. but I've read this even extensively. And I, the consensus seems to be a lot, well, not, but a lot of church buildings were burnt, were burnt down, down yes. and several Christians were killed. Yes. We were in the, south, the southern part of, of Nigeria then, yes. and they banned all the uh, Christian fellowships yes. then. And I remember then that. When they banned that fellowship, we started a fellowship outside the school. Can mm. you can you remember that experience? Absolutely. What what what, what comes to your mind in a connection to vision? In terms of uh, the bands, because we had those Christian fellowships on the school yes. uh, campus after uh, school hours, and uh, the government of, of Nigeria then said there will be no religious activities on campus. They had a fear that for about a year there was a fear. ban. They were afraid that yes. the Riots that would take place in the northern part of Nigeria would spread throughout the country. So they put a ban for a year. And our then Christian president, Christian fellowship, fellowship president, president yes. of, the, of the club, said, you know what? I think we're going to just observe this ban. Mm-hmm. And we expressed some concern. About six of us expressed yes. concern that what about those people that are new converts to Christ? They are not allowed at home to go to church. And this church. is the only way they can have fellowship and develop and grow in their faith. Yes. And he was very dismissive and casual about it and said, oh, next year it will, the fellowships will be back up and running. But in that period of that one-year ban, we started meeting as a small group, 
and then uh, Assemblies of God Church that was close out, outskirts of the, of the school uh, allowed us to have fellowship there. And before long, we grew to about 91 people. And then when the, the ban was lifted, excuse me, we returned back yes. with about 125 to 150 people every week. Yes. So yes. that was in 1988. Yes. And on a regular basis, 125 to 150 people yes. being impacted. And yes. part of that group, what about concerns were, was that there was people, the converts mm -hmm. from this other religion that yes. had come in. And our concern is that we stopped the fellowship. Mm -hmm. Those people might 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 backslide yes. and, and and leave the faith. Yes, and so that's part of what we talk about vision. Vision also there is a foresight mm -hmm. aspect to vision, yes. and we like to make a statement that every form of, of foresight, foresight begins, begins with, with insight. Insight, foresight, foresight is, is stifled when insight is shallow. When the insight is shallow, Can you repeat that again. Every form of foresight begins, begins with, with insight. insight. Foresight is stifled when when our insight is shallow. Yes. So when God gives us an insight. It now produces, puts us in a position to see ahead, to see beyond ourselves, to see the impact of not taking certain actions. And so that's what happened yes. in that. And I remember Jeremiah chapter 1. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah was given a vision from God yes. that he was a prophet to the nations. Yes. But he was constrained by being a child. Yes. All the excuses he gave. Yes. God had to expand his, his horizon. horizon. Yes. Do you think that many people's horizons need to expand Absolutely. Today? The Bible is full of examples of people. Because many times when God gives us a vision, it's, it's obviously bigger than us. And there's a, always a, a tendency to underestimate what value we can add, yes. contribute to yes. what God is doing. Yes. But God knew that before he, that. he chose us in the first place. Yes, which did. means he is going to come on the scene and do what we cannot do. Above, we're able to imagine or think. But the question is, are we available resources in his hand? Wow. Wow. In fact, I think at this very point, I want to read that scripture. Jeremiah chapter 1. If you have your Bibles, open to Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. This is a powerful uh, portion of scripture I believe you will find very insightful. This is what God tells Jeremiah. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then look at Jeremiah's response. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. That's what, what, what his excuse. Yes. But God didn't stop there. Yes. He says, But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Yes. In other words, don't let your youthfulness be the excuse to not fulfilling the vision. That's true. In other words, Jeremiah, I'm calling to speak to the nations. Yes. So it's not just about you. Mm. So don't make excuses about your limitations. I am God. That's what he's mm -hmm. telling Jeremiah. That's what he's telling. And he's telling him, I've called you a prophet to the nations. God was calling him to the nations of the world, not just for his own uh, entertainment yes. or his own yes. uh, uh, passing time. Right. He had a purpose. Right. And, and when he made an excuse, God said, no, you, yes. there are people you're going to reach. Right. How will you even connect that to even a man named Gideon? Yes. When it comes to vision, the yes. angel comes to Gideon and says, The, the Lord mighty, is with thee, thou, thou mighty man, man of valor. And just like Jeremiah, Gideon did similar. Mm -hmm. He began to point to his family, yes. point to his limitations. He says, My family is the poorest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Mm. As if God didn't know that before yes. he called him. <laughs> and many of you are watching today, and perhaps 
God is stirring your heart, giving you a vision of how you're going to impact the world. And you're looking at your circumstances. You're looking at the limitations of your environment. God is telling you that he knows all of that before he, before he called you. Every limitation you have, God can turn it around right. and make something good out of it yes. and impact lives around the world. And even in even your neighborhood, yes. wherever it may be, there is something in your heart and God is going to bring it to the Bible. You have to align with him through faith. Absolutely. That's well said. I'm telling you, people need to know that God has a plan for their lives that is bigger than their circumstances. Like you mentioned Gideon, you mentioned Jeremiah. These are people that when God told them what they were going to do, they couldn't see themselves. Moses is another example. Yes. He said, I can't speak. He started giving excuses. But God still, God didn't make a mistake. God didn't say, oh, sorry, I, I made a mistake. Let me find the next person. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, no he, he, didn't. He, he knew the man's, the, the man's shortcomings. He knew everything about him, and he still chose that person. And he still chose yes. him. But if you're going to look at even what we just read in Jeremiah, we usually have this uh, it, it also mentioned in the book, The Vision Guided Life, about the big picture and the strategy. Very, How very, would you very, very connect Connect uh, Jeremiah's, what we just read about Jeremiah, into the concept of big picture and the details. Yes, we often say that the big picture and the details are very powerful concepts. And that is to say that there is something called the big picture. That's when you have an overall view of something, an outcome that you want to reach. But what you now find is that the strategy and the things you do to get to, to see that big picture fulfilled are totally different. So you can have a picture in a moment of time, but the process it takes is not necessarily exactly connected to the big picture. You see, you see what yes. I'm saying? Yes. Because there's so many variables involved with taking on a strategy. Yes. And that's where many times people get discouraged because they're now carrying out these strategies or following these details to see that big picture fulfilled. But it becomes a lot of roadblocks along the way, disappointments that take place. Yes. Human beings are involved, and human beings are sometimes unpredictable, yes. and they will disappoint you. But you keep your eyes on the big picture. The Bible says about Jesus, who for the joy oh, that, was set, that was set before him. In other words, what, what, wow. when everything was changing around him, there was something set. There was an anchor. There was an anchor. There was an anchor. When you say that, just, when you just said that just now, I just had a picture of a thermostat. Yes. The difference between a thermostat and a thermometer. Thermometer just just measures temperature. Absolutely. It doesn't control it. No. A thermostat regulates temperature. So vision sets the temperature. Oh yeah. So vision sets the temperature as well. Vision is a thermostat. Yes. Vision is a thermostat. thermostat. Powerful. Yes. Jesus Jesus' vision of the joy that he saw before him became a thermostat that regulated his actions. So yes. even when he was tempted yes. and he could have abandoned his mission, what he did was he, he the, the anchor of that vision of the joy of seeing us saved, of seeing a world redeemed, that vision, I mean, it anchored him to continue uh, fighting on. The Bible Scholar is the app for you. The Bible Scholar app for smartphones, tablets, PC, and Mac has more than 14,000 pages of Bible commentaries, Bible dictionaries, and eight volumes of church history. These classics will change the way you read your Bible forever. Download the app today and start enjoying the wealth of truth that will empower your life to live out your faith with confidence. Visit thebiblescholar.com or download from your device right now. For more information about the ministry of K and Olu Taiwo, visit 
visionforlifeministries.org or email them at contact at vflm.org. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.